It is the Code St. Luke Telephone Broadcasting Service for Wednesday, July 29, 2020. On today's episode, we have Joyce Cohen, who will be speaking about uh, mindfulness and how we're putting vision boards. So we're going to learn all about vision boards with Joyce. Joyce, welcome. So hello, everybody. My name is Joyce. Some of you know me, some of you don't. Um, I'm a graphic designer, an artist, a life coach, and an expressive arts teacher. And today we're going to be talking about vision boards. And the title is actually Mindfulness and Vision Boards. And I am going to be talking about what vision boards are. So some of you might know what a vision board is. Some of you may not. And I'm going to talk about why vision boards are a mindful activity, why you want to make a vision board, and how to make a vision board. So vision boards. So because I can't see everybody's faces, I'm used to seeing everybody, I don't know how many of you know what a vision board is. Um, so I'm going to talk a little bit about um, what a vision board is. So. I teach all sorts of types of art and creative writing, uh, painting, uh, drawing, and collage. And one of my favorites is collage. It's something that's really easy to do. Anybody can do it. And you end up with really powerful results. So what is a vision board? A vision board is a collage. What is a collage? A collage is a piece of art that you create using photos, words, pictures from magazines. I'm gonna go into all of this uh, in greater detail later, but basically you choose images, you choose pictures for a particular reason, which I'll tell you about in a moment, and you create an artwork that you then have to use in specific ways. So a vision board is a collage that we make for the purpose of manifesting things we want to happen in our lives. It might be our goals, our dreams, whatever we want to happen or goals that we want to work towards, we can visualize them. There's different ways of visualizing. You can visualize it in your mind and you've probably heard, you know, if you think about something and you, and you concentrate on it and you look for it, you have a better chance of it happening. And with a vision board, you're creating a visual representation, a vis visual picture of something that you would like to happen in your life, in your future. So wherever you put your energy is often going to bring that result into your life. So here you can see me holding some different collages and I've called this presentation Visualize and Manifest. So it's about visualizing our goals and we're gonna visualize them by creating a vision board, which is an art collage made up of pictures and made up of words. And then we're gonna learn how and why this helps us manifest or bring the results into our life. So I've made many, many vision boards over the past years. I discovered vision boards, oh, I don't know, many, probably 10 years ago, and they're fabulous. So you create your vision board and very often things start happening in your life. 
You may have heard of a book called The Secret. I think her name is Rhonda Bryan, and she wrote it in the 1980s. And in her book, she talks about the law of attraction. And the law of attraction is what you focus on, what you pay attention to ends up happening. Uh, you have a better chance of it happening in your life. So for example, um, let's say you want to buy a new house and you have this vision of your house and you create a collage about with pictures of a similar kind of house, then you're more likely to end up buying that house than let's say a condominium on the 34th floor because you've now visualized it, you've put it in your collage and you're going to start noticing those type of houses in the real world. So, so what, what is a vision board? So a vision board is also called a dream board because you're going to manifest or make your board about things that you dream of. Um, and as I said, it's a, it's a collection of images and words that you choose yourself to represent what you want to happen in your life. It's a tangible representation of your vision. And the interesting thing is that it's not just a picture that you create of what you want, but it actually helps you get what you want. So you can make your vision board about one specific thing. It might be, like I said, about a new house. It could be about a new career. Or very often, people make vision boards once a year um, at New Year's, kind of like your New Year's resolutions. And you may put a whole bunch of things in your board that you would love to happen during the coming year. So it's fun, it's easy, and it helps you get clear on what you want. And then having the board and looking at your board helps you get motivated to make your goals come true. So back to visualize and manifest. So to get to where you wanna go, it's a good idea to know where you wanna go. So in Alice in Wonderland, the Cheshire Cat said, if you remember that wonderful book, if you don't know where you want to go, then it doesn't matter which path you take. So a vision board is like a kind of a path. It's a path you create for yourself. It's a path you take so that you know what results you want in your life. Or as the common saying goes, failing to plan is planning to fail. So a vision board is also a plan, a blueprint, a compass for where you want to go and what you would like to happen in your life. So I'm going to talk now a bit about how vision boards work. And then uh, I'm going to take some questions. I'm going to give you a few um, examples of vision boards that have worked for me and for some of my participants in my workshops. Then I'm going to ask, stop and ask for questions. And then after we talk about it a little bit more, hopefully you'll have some interesting questions. Um, I'm going to actually tell you how to make your vision board. So we're going to go through steps about how to make a vision board. So how do vision boards work? I've touched on this somewhat, um, but basically energy goes where energy flows. What does that mean? So what that means is where we put our attention 
is where we will, is the way we can attract things in our life. So there's a story of, you know, uh, this person, this woman walks into the uh, travel agents and she says, I want to go on a fabulous trip. So the travel agent says to her, where would you like to go? And she said, I don't know. Uh, how would you like to get there? Plane, train, car? And the woman goes, well, I don't know. I just want to go on a fabulous trip. And she says to her, well, what part of the world would you like to go to? And she says, I really don't know. Just, you know, I want to go on a fabulous trip. Well, the travel agent had a really hard time helping her. So your vision board is kind of like the travel agent. It's an aid. It's something that helps you. So now if the woman would have said to the travel agent, well, I want to go to by plane and I want to go to Mexico and I want to go next spring and I want to go for two weeks. Well, now the travel agent can be very helpful and help her get there. And then they'll take all the steps necessary to plan the trip. Exactly the same thing with your vision board. You plan what you want, you decide what you want, you put down the pictures on your board, you choose words that talk to the goal, and then you're gonna put that board somewhere where you can see it daily or weekly, and your vision board is going to help you take the steps to reach your goal. So another way that we could talk about energy goes where energy flows is like when you buy a new car. So perhaps you're bought, you just bought a car and it's a new make and a new model for you. You've never had a, I don't know, a Toyota Corolla before. Uh, you've always been driving um, Volvos. And then suddenly you buy your new Toyota and it's a red Toyota. And all of a sudden you start seeing red Toyota Corollas everywhere you go. They're just all over the place. So is that because suddenly everybody had the same idea as you did and they all went out and bought red Corollas? Mm, unlikely, no. It's just that now your subconscious, because you've bought this car, your subconscious is scanning your environment. It's looking around and you're not aware of it, but it's looking around for the car you bought and now you see those cars. So it's not that they weren't there before, but you were never paying attention to them. You didn't notice them. So it makes sense that when you start paying attention, start noticing, things become, um, the energy of your awareness brings those things into your life. So in essence, a vision board works by helping you visualize what you want in your life, bring it to your attention, help you notice what it is that you want. It acts as a roadmap, it acts as a travel agent, it acts as an advisor. And the wonderful thing is, you are creating it yourself for the things that you want in your life. So of course, everybody's vision board is gonna look completely, completely different. So before we talk about how to make a vision board, and there's a sample of a vision board on the slide right there, um, I'd love to open it up to questions, if anybody has any questions. If you have a question for Joyce, you can either type it in the chat box or you can press the raise hand 
a button and we can uh, call on you. Joyce, while we're waiting, I have a question because I know that obviously if you make goals and objectives either in your professional life or your personal life and you write them down, that, that has a similar impact to what we're talking about. Do we know why vision boards in particular seem to work perhaps better even than just you know writing down something in a list? Right. Okay. So that's a great question. And you're totally right. Um, have, keeping a journal, writing down what you want has been proven by many, many psychologists to help you um, reach your goals and put your attention on what you want. Vision boards are sort of like a visual journal or they're, they're, they act, you're writing on your vision board. And in the sample that you're looking at now, these are all words that are cut out uh, that were things that I wanted to bring into my life. A lot of people do actually write things and put them on their vision board. You could put a poem, you could put a whole paragraph, you could put anything you want on your vision board. But what makes a vision board so particularly powerful is that you have visual images and depending on who you are, some of us process things visually more strongly than written or orally. Some of us, you know, we want to hear things. Some of us want to see things, but you have the combination of the visuals, the pictures. And I should mention that the pictures don't have to be just things that you take from magazines or, or um, any other places you find images from the computer, wherever, but very often your vision board may have pictures of your family, of yourself. So they're very personal. So you've got the visual and the written element. Okay. Um, we have some folks uh, who have called in today. We also have some other people on Zoom. If mm -hmm. you have a question, you can press the raise hand button um, and uh, we can call on you. But uh, I, I'm actually curious about how many people here have ever uh, made a vision board. Um, so what we'll do is we'll launch a poll. I'm not sure if you can see this uh, on your Zoom. Um, oh, yeah. I guess we have people are starting to vote. So we'll get a sense of it. So you can um, see this on my screen now, right? Also, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if there's no questions now, there'll be a chance. I know later on, Joyce. So uh, yeah, I'm interested. To how how do you need to how how do you make a vision board? Is there a special material that people tend to use, or how does it work? So before, okay. What what I was thinking is, um, before I tell you how to make your vision board, I thought maybe I'll just share with you a couple of interesting stories about true stories that happened from vision boards. So as I mentioned, I've been doing these for years. I've been doing, I do about three or four vision board um, workshops, hands-on workshops a year. And the one that's particularly exciting is the one that we do in December for the following year. And those are generally really big ones. So those are, you know, sometimes we'll do them on poster boards. Other vision board workshops I do are small ones and they're, they tend to be about one or two um, um, goals that you have, but the one for the whole new year has many, many different elements and you put in all sorts of things that you want to happen for that new year. So one of my favorite stories is a friend of mine who happens to be an actress and shows up at many of my workshops. So she did her vision board and she put in everything she wanted for that year. It happened to be last two years ago. And she put in everything she wanted about she wanted to renovate her house, so she put in pictures about, you know, beautiful homes or what she hoped her new bathroom would look like. And she put in things about uh, 
the relationships in her life and she put in things about her work goals and all sorts of things. But she also put images that were just chosen intuitively and she didn't know why they were there. And this happens very often. So we put in intentional images of things we want, but we also put in intuitive images, which are things that just catch our attention as we're flipping through magazines or things we have and we put them in our collage. So she, as I mentioned, is an actress and she happened to put in a photo and it wasn't a very large one, but it, somewhere in the middle of her photograph, she put in a photo of an actor that she had never worked with, never met, but was one of her absolute favorite actors. And then she kind of forgot about her vision board and she kept it in her office and she did look at it periodically, but she never even noticed this picture of this actor. Within that year, she was called for an audition. She went, she got the part and who was starring in that movie? That very same actor that was smack in the middle of her vision board and it was only the week after she got the part that she was looking at her vision board and went, oh my God, there he is, he's in my vision board. So she manifested an actual real person into her life that she didn't know, and there he was. So that's a pretty powerful story of how vision boards work. And I think a fun story. And another sort of funny story I have is another person, um, just wanna mention that after I do my workshops, Sometimes a week later, or a month later, or a year later, people call me up and say, this happened to me, it was in my vision board, and this happened. So another story was about a woman who loves dancing. Dancing has been a huge part of her life. Her husband doesn't dance, never danced. So she took her own dance lessons and you know, went to dance parties, whatever. And over the years, she'd say to her husband, um, you know, why don't we take lessons? I'd love to take lessons. And he always just resisted and he never wanted to take dance, dancing lessons with her. So one workshop, she decided to make a vision board of not just herself dancing, but couples dancing. So she filled up a whole board with men and women couples dancing, professional dancing, dancing lessons, whatever. And she didn't show it to her husband, but she put it somewhere private and she looked at it day after day after day. And wouldn't you know, two weeks later, they're having breakfast and her husband says, look, here's an ad for some dance lessons. You know what, why don't we take dance lessons? And they did. All right, so those are a few of my stories and maybe when we have the question period later, uh, you can tell me some stories for the, those of you who have made boards, you can tell us some fun, fun stories about how things happened in your life because you put them on your vision board. Okay, so now that we know all about vision boards and how much fun they are and how powerful they can be in our lives, let's talk about how to make your vision board. So the first step and for all, so I just want to say for all the people who are um, joining us by telephone, what I've been showing visually so far is pictures of different vision boards, which are just, um, as I said, pictures that are cut out and words that are cut out. So maybe after this, uh, after we're finished here, you can go, um, if you have access to a computer, which you may or may not, and look up vision boards to see what they look like. So, 
how do we make a vision board? So step one, step one, get all your supplies together. There's no right or wrong way to make a vision board. Everybody's vision board is going to look different and a vision board can be very methodical. You can cut things out very carefully. Uh, you can rip things out. You can have a hundred pictures on your vision board and a hundred things, words, or you can have three words and two pictures. So there's no right or wrong way to do it. The basic supplies you need are, is a, are a board or a canvas or a piece of paper, whatever you're gonna make your vision board on. You're gonna need scissors, maybe an X-Acto knife if you know how to use one, if you don't stick to just scissors. Uh, glue stick, glue, tape, something to attach your pictures to your board. Uh, you may want to have some 3D items like uh, stickers or uh, you, can, you can put anything you want. Some people put little mementos, little anything you want that you can glue onto your board. You can use markers, paints uh, to embellish it, sparkles. There's, there's nothing you can't put on your vision board if it's meaningful to you. The most common thing that we put on vision boards are photos, pictures, images, and very often, so they could be personal photos. Uh, you can cut out quotes from famous people, quotes that you love. You can type them yourself. You might find them in magazines. Um, but for the most part, we use images from magazines. So the way to use images from magazines is to flip through magazines until you find images that are meaningful for you. So the second step is to get clear on your intentions, on why you wanna make this particular vision board, what you want to be on this board. And as we just talked about before, um, journaling, can be and is a very good first step before you actually start making your visual board. So I actually have created a, a sheet, you can see it here, visualize and manifest. And on this, on this um, journaling sheet, I have questions about what do I wanna be, what do I wanna do, and what do I wanna have in my life? What do I want to invite? What do I want to manifest into my life? So this particular um, worksheet is going to be available to you at the end of uh, my presentation. I'm going to tell you how you can get this sheet for yourself. And you can uh, email me and I will send you a PDF of this sheet so you can actually work on it before you start your board. So it's a fabulous idea to spend time meditating, daydreaming, it's important to know what your board is going to be about because you're going to manifest this. You're going to bring this into your life. So you certainly don't want to um, have anything negative or, you know, put something on your board that you don't want. Because if you put something that you don't want, that's going to show up too because the universe doesn't, gives us what we wish. So it's, it could be positive or negative. So we want to make sure it's something we want. So as I had said before, you know, it might be about buying a new house. Maybe it's about 
something about you want to change about your personality. Maybe you want to be a more positive person. Maybe uh, you want to be happier. Whatever you want, it could be something emotional, psychological, and you can make a vision board about that, which may not be a literal vision board. You know, you may not have any, it may be a mood. Maybe you're going to have a vision board that shows a beautiful sunset or a monk meditating. And you're going to use that vision board to become more peaceful. So a vision board isn't only about things. It may be you want to find a new relationship and you're going to put all the traits of the new partner you want. So you might show somebody who loves exercising and whatever it is, whoever you're looking for, you'll put things about that type of person. So a vision board isn't only about wanting um, things. It's also about wanting um, emotions and, and, and different types of whatever it is that you want to manifest in your life. And the more specific you can be, the better, because then you're going to be more mindful. So the I'm going to go back a little bit backwards to um, the fact that this workshop was called mindfulness, making your vision board. And we tend to think of mindfulness as meditating, concentrating on, you know, mindfulness is about being in the present, being in the here and now, uh, not judging it. So that's sort of what we understand as mindfulness. But a vision board is a kind of mindfulness, I'll say, for your future. So it's mindfulness in that you're setting your intentions, you're being mindful about what you want to bring into your life. So that's where the connection is with mindfulness. Um, on the other hand, you'll see if you ever do create a, a vision board that making a collage, making a vision board, just like painting or drawing or writing or exercise or anything creative is a mindfulness is a type of mindfulness practice because the actual creating of it brings you into what they call the zone and you're completely in in the moment when you're creating as well so your vision board can be a mindfulness practice while you're creating it and then a mindfulness let's call it map for your future so step three so after you've gathered all your materials and you have them all in front of you, and after you've written and or thought about what you want to put on this board, now you're going to go and look for your images and your words. So you're now clear on what you want and you're going to start looking for your images. So what I tell people is look through magazines and use your intuition. So what does that mean? What is your intuition? So your intuition is the flip side of your logic, your logical mind. So you're going to use your logical mind or your thinking mind to find certain types of pictures that are literal. And you're going to use your intuition to find images and words that are more um, emotional, psychological, not as literal, but that give you the feeling of what you want. So your vision board can be a combination of literal images and non-literal images. 
So when you look through magazines, your intuition means that you let images that call to you, that speak to you, that you may not exactly know why you're attracted to that image, but somehow you want it. So I always tell my participants, even if you're not sure why you want it, if that picture is attractive to you, is attracting you, put it on your vision board. You may not know exactly why at that particular time, but later on when you meditate and look at your vision board, you may find out why that picture is there. Okay, so now we're at, some people call the fun part about it. So you now have a whole pile of pictures in front of you, things that you may want to put it, maybe little objects, a bunch of words, maybe that you wrote, or maybe that you cut out of magazines, or maybe famous quotes or sayings that you've, that you've printed on your printer and cut out. And you've got these piles of stuff in front of you, and you've got an empty board. So now what do you do with it? So what you want to do is take them and start placing them on your board and moving them around. And you can spend a lot of time moving them around, or you can spend no time moving them around. I've had people decide to not arrange their pictures in any particular way and just take the first one, glue it, stick it down. Take another one, glue it, stick it down. So that's one way of doing it. And you just do it randomly and trust that it's going to all work in the end. And it does. It really does. Uh, the majority of people I find would rather make a layout, put, their, put all their pictures and words down, and then move them around like a puzzle until it's visually and emotionally pleasing to them. So a lot of people choose to do that and then take them off and re, you know, reposition them. But there's a problem because you have it how you love it, but then they're all layered and you're like, uh-oh, now what? How do I know where I did it? So I'm gonna suggest that you take a picture with your phone and then you have a visual of sort of your final um, product and you can start putting things back where they were without worrying if it's not perfect because this isn't about perfection. <laughs> this is about relaxing and just getting all your pictures down on the board. So I want people to enjoy the process, take their time with it, relax with it, not worry about it, and whatever ends up happening on your board is going to be what is supposed to happen for you that day that you're making that board, okay? I'm gonna repeat it, you cannot do this incorrectly. You cannot make a vision board that is wrong. Just like you can't make a collage that's wrong. Whatever comes from inside you, whatever you choose, is going to be meaningful to you. So the last step, you now have a finished vision board. It's been glued down. And you look at it and you say, all right, this is wonderful. So what do I do with it now? Do I put it in a drawer? Do I put it in a cupboard? Do I, you know, what do I do with it? Well, you've now made the vision board and it's kind of like you like making a beautiful meal. You can make a gourmet meal and you have your recipe and then you gather all your food and you make the recipe and you spend all this time in the kitchen and then you go and you put it on the table and you, you know, present it to your, your family or your guests. 
and you say, all right, everybody, let's go to the living room, done. Would you do that? No, you wouldn't do that. You want to eat this beautiful meal that you've thought about and followed the recipe and prepared and put on the table. Now you want to enjoy it. You want to eat it. So the same thing with your vision board. You spent all this time thinking about it and preparing it and getting all your uh, materials ready and you've made your vision board. Now you want to consume, so to speak, your vision board. And how do you do that? You display it. You display it somewhere in your house. Might be private just for you. Might be somewhere where the rest of your family or whoever you live with see it. That's totally up to you. But you want to put it somewhere where you're going to look at it often. You're going to look at it maybe daily or maybe weekly, and it's going to inspire you. The whole point of the vision board is to inspire you and to help you remember what it is you want. It's going to help you become motivated because it's going to remind you what you want. And you're going to take the steps that are needed to work towards getting what you want. So the vision board is your final blueprint of what you want. But of course, without taking the steps to move towards what you want, nothing really is gonna necessarily happen. So yes, sometimes you put something there and it just shows up in your life. But like our actress who met her actor, had she not gone to the, you know, had she not been working on her career and had she not gone to auditions, she would have never met him. Just because he was there in her collage, he wasn't going to ring her doorbell one day and walk in and say, here I am. No, she had to take the steps needed to manifest what she wanted in her life. So she went to audition after audition and then, wow, she got the part. And then, you know, amazingly, this actor was in, was there, but she had to take the steps. So your vision board is there to motivate you, but you still have to do the work. You still have to take the steps to make these things happen. All right then, so now it's time for you to get to it and make your own vision board. And like I said, I offer many workshops, so love to have anybody come and join me in a workshop. And I'm just going to repeat a few things. Your vision board doesn't have to be perfect. A vision board can be finished in one session, or you can continue working on it and adding things for as long as you like. Everybody's board is going to be different because we're all unique. We're all individuals. So it's not about comparing. It's not about uh, judging. And making a vision board is about having fun, being open, seeing what's going to happen and letting the universe surprise you. Let's, all right, so let's ask, uh, open it for questions or comments. So what we've done, Joyce, is we've actually uh, sort of unlocked uh, all of the uh, users here. I think Arlene okay. has uh, unmuted her microphone and maybe has a question, Arlene. One of the things maybe you uh, want to mention, um, one of the things that I enjoy when I make vision boards is once it's finished, I let it talk to me as if it's another person, call it another person, call it a, the universe, call it my soul. But it's really um, productive sometimes to let the vision board talk to me and give me a message. Can you talk to, about that a little bit? Okay, I, yeah, I love that. I love that you brought that up, Arlene. So a vision board, 
is a piece of art that we've created and we've created it with our, our heart and our soul. That's, that's what's created it. And in fact, we can think of it as another sort of entity, as a part of ourselves that maybe or likely has elements that came out of our subconscious. We didn't know, we don't know why we put the things there. So if we look at our vision board and if we meditate on it and if we let it talk to us and tell us what it wants for us, we're going to get messages, if you want to call it, from our board. That's, you know, it's very, very true. It's a bit of a difficult um, concept, but you look at your board and you say, what do you have to tell me? What should I know? What do you, vision board, want me to know? And then if you're calm and you just gaze at your board, it will start talking to you. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. Okay. Okay, I think Lynn has a question. Lynn, go ahead. Yes, hi, Joyce. Hi. Um, I was wondering if you provide all of these samples that are necessary to make vision boards in your workshops. Uh, what do you mean by samples? Uh, sorry, not samples, supplies. Oh, okay, that's a good question. So in my workshops, um, there's two types of workshops. So there's real life and there's COVID-19 Zoom. <laughs> so of course the Zoom workshops, I tell people what they need and they bring it with them to the workshops. When I do hands-on workshops, you know, the type I've been doing for years, I supply the magazines, the glue, the scissors, um, the boards. Yes, then I supply everything and people just come with themselves and their imaginations. But in this new world we're in on Zoom, you have to bring your own. Okay, cool. Thank you. You're welcome. I have a comment. Yes. Um, I participated at one point in a, a little a vision board workshop. And um, we had a limited period of time. And so the person who was leading it decided that we should work on a very small canvas. Uh, but actually, it was something that fit inside an eight by 10 inch frame. And so the idea was that we could go home with our framed um, vision board and keep that in a prominent place in our home so that we would have that reminder in front of us for the time after. And I thought that was kind of a neat idea. Sometimes I've had these, um, I've done the, a vision board and it's been a very large piece of poster board, but then the problem is where do you put it? Right. Uh, so I, I kind of liked the small format. I thought it was kind of nifty because it did stay out and visible. So mm -hmm. that's an idea. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I had mentioned before that there's, there's, well, there's many different types of vision boards, but sometimes we do a large one. So if you're going to want to put down um, all sorts of things that you want to bring into your life for the next year, you're going to want to do it on a big poster board. Um, and if you're doing a small one where there's only one goal, then you can do it, like you said, and, and hang it somewhere where you see it. But even if it's a huge board, you can put it in your cupboard and just make a note for yourself to take it out occasionally and, and look at it. You don't have to look at it necessarily every day, but certainly hanging it is a nice idea. Joyce, I don't know if, are you familiar with uh, Mary Kondo uh, and her sort of uh, philosophy? She's the, uh, the um, 
it's, it's not really organizing. It's, it's a different view of, of, of how to handle your stuff. Basically, if the stuff brings you joy, you get to keep right. it. If it doesn't, it goes in the trash. But one of the things she says in the book is the one room in, in the house where you can just go crazy and just do what you want is in your uh, closet. If you have a, let's say a mm -hmm. small walk-in closet, you right. can put up things there and that's sort of your personal space. I, do you know if, I wonder if this fits in with that. Do people put their boards in, in there? I, I think people put their boards, you know, a lot of people um, consider their vision board private and they may not want their friends or their family to see it because it could have personal things on it. So I do know a lot, a lot of people do put it in their clothes closet and whether they have a walk-in or not, they just put them there and know it's there and they'll go look at it occasionally when they're alone. So um, yeah, that could be. I guess related to what you're you're talking about, yes. You mentioned you started doing this about ten years ago. What what did you read or what did you see that sort of got you into it? Um, I've been making collages uh, for for about ten years, and um, a specific type of collage, which it's called soul collage, but that's a whole other presentation and workshop. Those are very small. Uh, collages that have no words and being in the collage community and I've taken several facilitator trainings for that particular type of collage I learned about vision collages because vision boards they are collages so I learned about that uh, when I was taking my facilitation training and thought they were you know quite fascinating like like I find all collages fascinating whether they're only words only pictures or a combination of both both um, Creating a collage is something that comes from your subconscious and your conscious, both. Um, but they're very personal and they, they're often very surprising and they teach you about yourself. And that's something that really interests me, using art to learn about yourself, art for self-discovery. I think you mentioned, Joyce, at the beginning that you are a graphic designer, is that right? Yes. Is there something about doing it on paper or poster which is different than doing it on a computer or is it just more accessible if we do it on paper? So <laughs> that's very interesting because one of the reasons that I kind of switched career paths is that I was, I've been a graphic designer for many, many years. And for the first part of my career, it was all hands-on on a drafting table and it was kind of like collage. Everything was cut and paste and, you know, designed and that's how graphic design worked. And then of course, computers came along and my career basically became me and my computer, which was great. I had a wonderful career, but at some point I decided that I wanted to get back to the hands-on. And that's when I started doing, you know, painting and drawing and doing collage and writing and doing all those things that I hadn't done since I was in my twenties um, and started teaching again. So uh, for me, I love the hands-on aspect. But there's certainly, there's a big, big community online about do, of online collages using Photoshop. Um, you can do really, really amazing online collages. It's not my personal preference, but it's, it's very, you can do beautiful uh, work online as well. It's just what, what, what one prefers. For those listening, I see on the screen, uh, it has your contact information. Your email is artcoachjoyce at gmail.com. Can people uh, also find you on Facebook or uh, yes. other, other places? Yes. So 
if, if you can find me on Facebook, I'm going to change this slide in just one second. But this Visualize and Manifest, it's a worksheet that helps you clarify your goals. And, I'm, you know, and I'd like to offer it to everybody for free, of course. So if you email me, I will um, have your email address. So you can tell me if you'd like to be put on my, e on my email list for future workshops. So that's up to you because I wouldn't put you on my list unless you want to be. But I would definitely send you um, a PDF copy of this worksheet. And here I have um, on Facebook, my Facebook page is called Art and Soul Workshops, and it's at Art, you go to Facebook and you type in at Art Coach Joyce, and you can see all sorts of work from all of uh, my workshops and what I offer, and I'd love you to join us. Okay, Art Coach Joyce at gmail.com. And on yep. Facebook, it is at Art, at Coach, Art Coach Joyce. Joyce. That's easy to remember. Yep. I, I don't see any other questions. Uh, if you have a question, you can, you can pipe in. But all right. If not hearing any, do you have any uh, final comments you want to make about this process and, uh, and what people can get out of it? I guess we could talk a little bit um, maybe about mindfulness. Um, so everybody, you know, people sort of have a little bit of an idea about what mindfulness is and it, it's, it's, it's a small world, small word, but it's got a lot of different meanings. And I like to think of creating art and writing, which is also an art, um, as kinds of mindfulness. And if you think of mindfulness as meditative and meditation, and the reason we want to practice mindfulness meditation or mindfulness activities is so that we can relax and be calm and be in the present moment. And during this pandemic, of course, we all need a little relaxation time and a sort of to get our minds out of the, the, what's happening in the world. I love going to, um, I love to meditate. I love to draw, I love to paint, I love to make collages, I love to write. Those are the things I love. But I'd like to suggest that anything that you love to do, it could be walking, it could be exercising, whatever it is that you do, I'll suggest that you do it mindfully. And that means keeping your mind in the present moment, not judging what you're doing, just doing it and doing it for the purpose of being calm and relaxed. So that's my little mindfulness, I'll say, suggestion for the day. Okay. Well, thank you very much um, for the presentation. Um, I You're think I welcome. was, like, like many people, uh, I, I was vaguely aware of this topic. I mean, I'd heard the word, but I didn't quite know what it entailed. So thank you for that. Um, and uh, certainly if people want to get in touch with you and learn about workshops you have, they can, they can email you at that address. Is that right? That's right. Okay. Please do. I welcome everybody's questions and, uh, and I'd love to see you in Zoom workshops in the near future, physical workshops in the longer future. And uh, yes, and okay. this, was, this was very, a lot of fun and I'm glad you invited me to uh, do this. Okay. Well, that was Joyce Cohen talking about uh, mindfulness. So thank you very much. Thank you for everyone who called in today and joined us on Zoom. You can join us each day at 2 p.m. on the Code St. Luke Telephone Broadcasting Service. And the shows are recorded and 
put as a podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks, Joyce. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that is today's episode of the Code St. Luke Telephone Broadcasting Service and Podcast. Thank you to our guests and thank you to you for tuning in today. If you're listening on the 2 p.m. call-in, we have another special item for you. Have a great day.